heard across the Resonate Regional Radio Network. It's my time, it's my life. I hope you will come along. This is Rural Queensland Today with Ben Dobbin. Good morning and welcome to Rural Queensland today, National Agricultural Day, a happy Ag Day to everybody listening to us this morning across the Resonate Broadcast Network. A very good morning to everybody through 4SB in Kingaroy, 4ZR Roma, 4VL in Charleville, 4HI in Emerald, 4LM Mount Isa, 4LG Longreach and 4GC Charters Towers and the Hot Country Network, good morning to you. I hope you're all well wherever you are in this great state of Queensland this morning. Uh, a big show for you. We're going to talk with Susan McDonald. It's a Friday. We'll catch up with Craig Smith. Smith, co-president of the Roma Turf Club. They Royal on 99, Roma Cup is on tomorrow. There's a lot happening there. Louise Martin is in a fight with the government over sports volunteers and also the distance education racket as the numbers are spiralling out of control. We want to talk to her about that uh, and we'll also catch up with Imogen Watham, uh, Young Beef Producers Forum Committee Vice Chair, as they have that on going on in Roma as well, which is a great initiative as well. So much to get through. Ag Day, rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. You can go to Spotify to get any of the catch-ups. Susan McDonald joins us next. Back to rural Queensland today. We'll start our special day. It's National Agricultural Day today, um, Australia's biggest day of the year. And when the nation comes together to celebrate National Agricultural Day, and who better than... Senator Susan McDonald to kick off our show. We are so lucky uh, that we are involved in the agricultural industry. Um, it's an important, important day in the calendar and one where we can raise awareness to our uh, constituents in the city just how important agriculture and how vital it is, Senator. That is exactly right, Ben. There is nothing else in the world that is more important to humans as to survival than growing food and fibre. And I'm incredibly proud to support the agricultural industry in any way I can. And uh, today, I'm on my way to uh, to Roma for the Young Beef Producers Forum yep. and uh, to talk about ag. Yeah, and it's so important, isn't it? it? It's one of these things where we probably need to to really uh, focus more on it. I mean, we've got some challenges. There's no two ways about it. But we were we saw during the COVID pandemic just how important it is um, and just how crucial agriculture is and the supply chain for feeding nations. We had trucks stopping, we had shortages on supermarkets, but we kept on working through that whole pandemic and that's that's been the big thing. Well, it absolutely is and Australia has the added benefit of being, you know, one of the best producers in the world. The food that we grow is grown to an incredibly high standard uh, and, you know, that's from our egg producers uh, right through to, to wheat farmers and uh, and cotton growers. You know, there's a huge range of things that we produce in this country and it's incredibly important. Um, you know, we've, we're seeing these terrible floods in the south. Uh, we'll see droughts again. Uh, but, you know, farmers keep going. They keep going through the seasons and it is our job in the parliament to make sure that we're building supply chains where uh, making sure the roads are good to drive on, that there's good truck stops, you know, the infrastructure that supports agriculture, as well as the right environment for farmers and graziers to be successful and to get on with managing a very complicated uh, work environment. You know, <laughs> rely on seasons as well as, uh, you know, biosecurity risks and 
uh, and the commodity market. So, you know, they, they get up and take a big risk every day with what's going on. But, you know, it's important work that we do, making sure that uh, we feed uh, Australians and then another 60 to 80 million Australia, uh, people around the world. Yeah, you're dead right. Now, um, can I ask? Can I ask you this? You talk about that, and we, we make sure that we all keep on the same track. We've got our prime minister in Anthony Albanese at the G20 conference talking about just how important agriculture is and selling it to the world. Yet, in the same breath, Tanya Plibersek, the environmental minister, is um, buying back water and shutting down any opportunity of agriculture to grow in regions, and almost single-handedly destroying areas of, of, of Australia and their like, livelihoods because of her irresponsibility? Well, I think what's happened then is that uh, this new government has got in so determined to say that everything that happened in the previous government was bad that they're not stopping to think and understand about what the, what the projects were that were being developed. So in North Queensland, uh, or right across Queensland, the federal government had put money aside for dam projects, whether it be uh, Hewenden, uh, the, the commencement of the Richmond Irrigation Scheme, uh, the uh, Hell's Gate Project, Big Rocks Weir, uh, Bowen Pipeline, Urana Dam, Emu Swamp Dam, uh, as well as the maintenance work on Paradise Dam, restoring that, and Rookwood Weir. Now, what's happened is that, Albo, as you quite rightly pointed out, is over at the G20 saying to people, you can rely on Australia. We're going to continue to grow food to feed the world. I stand with him on that. I think that's an incredibly important thing to say. But then back home, Plibersec has pulled the funding for nearly all of those projects. So not only has she taken away the opportunity for Australia to grow the ability to to grow food, you know, the low-hanging fruit is growing in North Queensland. In the south, it is a very developed, intensive uh, agricultural system. I don't see the same sort of growth in the south as that you would get from northern Australia. So putting in water projects is incredibly important. But not only, you know, in a real double uh, double act of nasty, she has taken this water. uh, We talked about it last week. She's taken the water money from the north and she's pulling it out of agricultural systems in the Murray-Darling. I don't know quite how to... To, to no, it, it's this. just ridiculous. It is <laughs> wow. absolutely ridiculous, and it's one that I, I I can't I can't even fathom. Um, you know, I just think that it's just a disgrace what has happened. It really is. Well, and and, and the thing is, she's not government. accountable. She doesn't get held accountable for this. No, we rely on government to to be uh, predictable, to provide a framework, as I started talking about today. And look, people say to me. Well, if water's so important, why hadn't you built these dams? Well, it depends on the state governments. And in Tasmania, they have built 16 out of the last 20 dams in Australia because they got the money from the Fed. They said, thank you very much, and they've piped the whole state. But in Queensland, the government said, uh, no, we don't, we don't want this money. They didn't develop it, and now we've lost that opportunity for another generation. And I think it is. Um, I think it's a national disgrace because if a federal government and a state government don't have the sort of forward planning to build new agricultural regions, to take away the risk of flood in the south, to um, have these very simple water projects, then, you know, this is bad for us. They have let Australia down. 
and uh, and I'm serious, Ben. Um, I will be going back to Canberra next week and doing all I can to see if we can get some of these decisions reversed. Yeah, and rightly so, uh, Senator. We really appreciate uh, everything that you are doing for us. It's an important day today, National National Farmers Day, Ag Day, and you can use the hashtag AgDayAU uh, celebrating. You'll be at the Roma Beef Forum. I'm just about to talk very shortly uh, with Imogen Waitham, who, who is one of the Young Beef Producers Forum Committee Vice Chair. She'll be joining us very shortly as well. So enjoy that. Uh, are you staying around for the Roma Cup tomorrow? Uh, tragically, I'm not. Tragically, I'm not, but just as well because I've got no luck on the horses. No. Uh, so it would have just been a donation to the bookies. <laughs> yeah, it's a big day as well. I mean, um, you, you have uh, Arubial celebrating their 150 years of the feedlot um, as well, which is just quite unbelievable uh, out there, which is just amazing as well. So uh, you've got a lot going on in that neck of the woods. Really appreciate your time. Uh, thanks so much for being with us this morning. Senator Susan McDonald, uh, we really value your time. Uh, have an enjoyable day and we'll catch up again shortly. Great to talk to you. Good Thanks, on you. Ben. We'll take a break, come back with more. This is Rural Queensland Today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. It is Friday morning, the 18th of November, across rural Queensland today. Imogen Watlin joins us this morning, the Young Beef Producers Forum Committee Vice Chair, and we heard from Senator Susan McDonald, who is just about to board a flight to arrive in Roma to speak there. The Young Beef Producers Forum is a two-day conference focused on providing educational networking uh, capacity building opportunities for the under 40 year olds uh, who are interested in, in the beef industry. Quite iconic. It's National Ag Day as well today. Imogen, good morning. Happy Ag Day. And also, uh, congratulations. These kind of forums just don't happen. And to be sitting uh, as the vice chair uh, on this committee would take some work and take a lot of um, sacrifice, but well worth it with the numbers you've got there at the moment. Yeah, no, definitely thanks, Dobbo. Um, we've had a great day one and night. Uh, you saw heads this morning, no doubt, but it's been um really good uh, buzz. So we had 270 delegates there yesterday, plus um, our speakers and sponsors. So we ended up with about 370 people uh, at the Cultural Centre there. So it's definitely our biggest year yet. Uh, we've had a few highlights on day one. So we're out at the sale yards there, had the Rabo truck, uh, Ian McLean talking about some one percenters. Yep. We had a couple of young cockies there trying to, um, yeah, just get a bit of excitement back into that side of the industry. They're a bit uh, worried about the demographic there um, in the trucking industry. So, uh, yeah, and then we sort of finished the day off with Sam Bailey, who was, um, yeah, I've never seen a room of, of people, let alone young people, um, captivated by one person. And he really focused on the importance of grit, um, perseverance and, and family. So, yeah, it's uh, it's been a really good day one. Uh, we wrapped it up. Last night with the auction um, and cocktail night out at the sale yards. Collie's sponsored that. We had Sarah Packer there doing the auctioneering. She's a bit of a YBPS veteran, so she knows yep. how to work that crowd. Yeah. Um, we raised fifteen thousand two hundred and fifty dollars for Life Flight um, wow. last night. It was really great, which is going straight to the Roma base there. So, yeah, yeah, no, that's probably a bit of a, a wrap up from from day one. It's uh, yeah, been a great. A great year getting ready for it. Um, we've had a fair demographic in the room yesterday. We had bankers, ringers, agents, solicitors. Uh, so, yeah, you name it, we've got it here and they're all pretty bloody keen. So, Oh, that's the uh, biggest thing, isn't it? I mean, you know, yourself, yourself a banker and, and working for Rabobank, but there's a lot of young men and women who want to who wanna be leaders in agriculture 
and that are putting every step in the right direction. And, and these kind of forums, as much as they are a fascinating way for, and you talk about the trucking industry because they are trying to change the demographic and try and change and look for new avenues and, and a younger generation coming through. But we, we, it's more about networking and the contacts. You've got 270 um, men and women who are at the forefront of their industries there. Now, sure, it's a bit social and everything like that, but it's the networking and the contacts that – you can't put a price on that. You cannot put a value or a price on what you gain from uh, meeting people at these kind of events. Yeah, definitely, Dobbo. We sort of took that feedback um, a couple of years ago and started to extend our break times just to give people that extra networking, get around to those um, trade stores with our sponsors and, and you know, just, just really get time to connect. Um, this event's probably a little bit unique in the fact that it's, um, yeah, sort of solely for the under 40s up and coming and, and targeted at getting them at the right time when sure. they're, they're looking to step into into the ag industry if they're not already into it, um, and yeah, get some practical knowledge on how to step into those sort of management or leadership roles, which is um, yeah, really important move for the industry. Can I ask you this? Um, and I mean this in all seriousness. I mean, your, your theme this year is the three P's: prepare, perform, and persevere. Can I ask you just the sentiment in the room about what the future holds? There's some real challenges in agriculture. We we know, um, you know, where they want to get the net zero. We understand, you know, Jason Strong's obviously going to be there and talking talking about it. Georgie Somerset from AgForce, you've and, and obviously Senator Susan McDonald who'll be presenting today as well. We understand the challenges there, but you've also got, you know, have been unbelievable beef prices. You've got, you know, um, energy prices soaring through the roof. You can paint a picture either way you want it. What 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 is the thought process? Is is, is it how do, and how is there a positivity within the room about agriculture at the moment and where it's heading, or do they realise just the challenges that we do face and that we're constantly trying to look at solutions? I suppose, um, and one of your words, persevere, because that's what's going to have to happen. Yeah, definitely. Um, there was a real sort of focus on that yesterday because obviously the challenges just keep on coming. Uh, they're not going to go away. So we actually did a bit of a poll yesterday um, with what people think is the, the biggest challenge moving forward for the beef industry. So there was animal welfare, yep. sustainability and market access. Yep. Um, and the sustainability bowl was nearly overflowing with ping pong balls yesterday. So, uh, yeah, that's a big, big sort of focus there at the moment. Um, but people are really taking it in a, in a positive light, which is great. It's obviously a challenge. But, um, yeah, it, it also brings forth a lot of opportunities Um Moving, moving into that sort of uh, environment, I guess, uh, over the next few years, we've seen what everyone is, is doing to move the dial on that sustainability goal for for Australia and for the world, I guess. So, um, yeah, it's it's a challenge, but everyone's really, really looking to get stuck into it, um, which is really great to see. Yeah, and, and you're dead right. Uh, today kicks off some um, pretty important things. Um, obviously, you've, uh, Jason Strong, Georgie Somerset, you've got um, lots of speakers going to be there. Um, Sam Bailey's a phenomenal speaker and one one that's um, who, who – and you're right, He what his journey was from being um, becoming a paraplegic at Avondowns to, to where he has – got to now is quite phenomenal um and his book is unbelievable uh the website for people listening and going few through if they want to have a look is um ybpf.com.au um yep, and this yep. is for um obviously under 40s but it, it is just so it's i suppose for me i i feel proud that there are 
you know, these kind of numbers of young men and women who want to be a part of it and want to be leaders in it. And obviously today is significant and then it wraps up and, and some will stay for the Roma Cup, some will keep continue to go on, but it just keeps on getting bigger and bigger and, and it's gone past, you know, like a little booze up where you, you're so hungover. People actually want to learn, they want to be there, they want to be involved. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Dobbo. We're seeing that, uh, seeing that sort of shift there over the last few years. It's, it's great to get together and have a catch up, but people are sort of investing a lot of time and money in themselves um, and they want to make the most of it. You know, time is time is our biggest limiting factor um, and, yeah, people are really starting to spend it on themselves and, and bettering themselves in the ag industry and, and getting to where they want to be. So, um, and, yeah, just touching on the Roma thing, we've obviously had a busy week in town and big weekend coming up, but, yeah, it's really, um, as, a, as a local from the region, it's great to see Roma sort of um, proving it can handle it. Um, we've had some really good support from local businesses Clear Logic uh, Media with Shane and his team doing all the tech and stuff with us and just providing bloody ripper videography awesome. and footage. Yep. Um, and then we've had Cafe 54 who have done all of the catering. Uh, Palmer's Coaches got everyone home safely last night. Um, and we've had some really great and really generous meat donations from companies. Um, Signature Beef, Four Daughters and Peas um, have, have sort of donated some beautiful meat that we've eaten over the last couple of days. So, yeah, no, it's um, it's been a great great day one and night and we're really looking forward to day two and and soaking up all of that information um that we're going to be provided today awesome awesome can't wait to hear more about it and see obviously uh a lot more about it in the coming days imogen i appreciate your time thanks for being with us no worries thanks very much see Happy national Ag day. good on you rural queensland today Welcome back to Rural Queensland today. One of the real leaders of the bush is Louise Martin, ICPA Queensland President. She's been in Brisbane all this week with massive issues in the ICPA. She joins us this morning. Louise, good morning. Good morning to you, Ben, and happy day to you too. Yeah, it's been a big one, National Farmers Day. Um, you, you really have brought some valid points, and the ICPA has uh, really started to put in some requests for some more funding. And this is off the back of the lack of sport volunteers in rural parts of Queensland has meant physical activity has been replaced at times with arts and crafts in the afternoon. I can punch holes all through that. It's got to be a happy medium, but we've got to be able to fund it as well. That's right, Ben. Um, You know, there's not many professional um, sports coaches around in Western Queensland. And, you know, yes, they do have sports and PE teachers at schools, but those guys are stretched to the absolute max and it's, they don't and can't afford the time to, you know, do after-school sports training. And it is really whether if you're lucky enough to have experts within your you know, community member base yep. as to whether kids get access to good quality sports or not. Well, that's the hard thing. I mean, this is the hard thing for kids in the bush. They're at a disadvantage, aren't they? And and and, and look, every single parent listening to this today at some point uh, took their kids and drove their kids to a, a sporting event. And the drama is that the t- the kilometres they have to go, it's it just not enough time in the day. You know, you know, you're trying to run an operation. Some people are doing ten thousand kilometres a year just to run their run their kids, you know, around in sport in the bush. Well, that's right. That was me a few years ago when my child was identified to be a pretty good runner. So we did that many kilometres getting to regional sports events and and then on to states. It's a huge commitment from a parent. And of course, if you've got the means, that's well and good. But there's a lot of folk who, who don't have that opportunity or they're too busy working. I was very fortunate that I was able to do that, but not many are. And, you know, there is in Queensland, there is a 
quite a few funding opportunities for arts and culture, sure. and that's great. We absolutely need that. Uh, we had a motion at our um, Blackhall conference this year requesting more funding opportunities to bring professional sports people out to the bush, and that will um, you know, give opportunity for kids to learn, learn sports. And then when they do, if they have to go away to boarding school, they've got a bit of a head start because there's um, and they're able to join quickly into sporting teams at, at schools. Whereas if you don't have those opportunities, it can be a very awkward beginning to your schooling, boarding school journey if you haven't been able to play team sport. Yeah, I agree. And that's the hard part. You've got these kids going off the boarding school who have never had to play in team sports, never have been able to have the opportunity. Now, we've got our education right in a lot of ways because we've because of the hard work done with the Skymaster and, and the internet. And, and look, we've got a long way to go, but you guys have worked tirelessly. But then we send our kids off the boarding school and they've got to be able to join in. And look, and a lot of them are very talented. They're just not being given the opportunities through no fault of anybody. So uh, is there a way that we secure more coaching and, and, and more educating in the bush? Uh, I know it doesn't come under your banner, but surely the government have got to identify that's a huge thing. We spoke with Paul Dyer from the Broncos. They're all through regional uh, southwest Queensland over the next couple of days. But surely we're going to get more more help for them. Well, I would hope so. I mean, there are a few communities, often run by ICTA branches, that have sports camps. There's, you know, Clermont and um, Tambo has one. There's a, f- a few around, but, you know, there's a lot of fundraising involved in, in trying to get these guys out to teach our kids. Some of the boarding schools have come on board and, and um, offered their services to, to come out sure. to teach kids. You know, it, but that's an isolated area. In incidences, it's not um, available for all uh, rural remote, just where we want it for everyone. So I think there is an opportunity. We've got the um, common uh, the Olympic Games coming in ten years, and I really think there's an opportunity for the government to to step up, and I'll put some funding out there for our, our students because there's gifted and talented kids out there who who have an opportunity given given the chance. What's the biggest challenge the ICPA face at the moment? Where are the – I mean, we've spoken plenty of times and you've had a hell of a couple of years with COVID and having to negotiate. We were the forgotten people and that, was, that alone caused all sorts of grief. But what now is it that you're trying to get right? Our current um, really burning issue is the um, enrolments in distance education. Uh, CANS, CANS School of the Air, for example, has gone from 200 students 10 years ago to 4,000. Um, our geographically isolated students are being minoritised in their own school, which is a terrible thing. Yeah. Um, we, ha- we have met with the Director General of Education, um, who has assured us that geographically isolated children will always have an enrolment, but the- they're bursting at the seams. And... We may have an enrolment, but suddenly we're a minority, and you know. So where are they coming from? Is it is kids' school of the air? It's people in the cities now who are saying, "Hey, you know, you know, we don't want our kids to go to a a local school, so we're just going to put on school of the air." There is that. There is that. Um, There's medical enrolments. I don't deny anyone an enrolment, but they've got to have their place, and it's not taking over where our GI kids should be. Yeah. So Um, can medical enrolments, and 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 the other big one is uh, small schools using language other than English, which is their load. It's just like a single subject enrolment. 
because you, you're not going to get a Japanese teacher or very rarely to get a Japanese teacher to come out west to deliver languages. So it's a lot of single subject enrolments that are filling up the distance education schools. So can you tell me those numbers again, please? Because they, they, they oh, yeah, this yeah. is rough. Yeah, uh, I think Cairns um, went, has gone from two hundred to four thousand over the last ten years. And is that where the major? Where is the major distance education? How many distance education bases are there? There's seven. There's there's the coastal ones like Cairns, uh, Charters Towers, Rockhampton campus of Capricornia and Brisbane, but that's Brisbane's slightly different because they've always had a lot of, you know, yep. alternate enrolments. Yep. The coastal campuses are hugely um, overflowing. Yeah, The ones out west like Mount Isa, Longreach and Charleville yep. are still predominantly um, rural and remote students, but even so there's some other students starting to infiltrate into their, um, those schools. So it's, it's, you know, we saw the DG and he's ensured, you know, assured us that GI students always have a place. Well, they need to be. They school. need to be a priority. They need to be yeah, a priority. And he's, yeah, and he's doing um, a review into virtual learning at large, which will have. Um, uh, I think it's pretty exciting what he's planning. Yeah. But you know, that's going to be down the track a bit. So we just make need to make sure in the meantime that our kids always have a place in their own schools. Awesome. Hey, I really appreciate your time. Thanks so much for being with us this morning. Louise Martin, ICPA President, Queensland President, thanks so much for being with us this morning. No worries, Ben. Thank you. Good on you. We'll take a break, come back with more. This is Rural Queensland Today. Welcome back to Rural Queensland Today. Significant day in Roma tomorrow. Um, Co-president of the Roma Turf Club is Craig Smith and the Royal on 99 Roma Cup takes place tomorrow. Uh, It is just one of the most iconic racing events in Queensland and more importantly, it's the heartbeat of Roma. Craig Smith joins us this morning. Hello, mate. How are you? Good, Ben. Good. Um, look, it's always a big day. You know, big crowds expected, and um, you've got the Calcutta on tonight, and um, then obviously tomorrow she goes bang. Uh, lots to like about it, um, which will just be unbelievable. It takes a lot of preparation, and, and racing in the bush has really started to grow again. Yeah, Ben, it's um, a massive day for and weekend for the Roma town itself. You know, like you said, the Calcutta, we've got our old. So Barry Baldwin returning with Rupert McCall, their guest tonight. Um, we've also got a bull ride on in town at one of the club hotel, and um, people just come from all over Queensland basically to the event, and it's great for the town. And the Turf Club itself um, has put on, I think we've got capacity fields bar one, so the prize money is drawn from near and far as well. There seems to be, I mean, COVID had a lot to do with the fact that people wanted to get out and and, and the Roma Cup is important, but... I mean that, like a seven-race program finishing by 3.40 in the afternoon tomorrow and you've got you've got the major event, which is, you know, the Royal on 99 Roma Cup, but it is really supportive. You talk about the fields. Horses want to race there and people want to be there and, and it has taken a long time to get to. It's always been iconic, but it's just grown and grown and, and it's been the work of the committee and the work of the town to really put a focus on it. Yeah, yeah, like we've got a select band on our committee, like a hard-working mob and, um, you know, a good secretary that, you know, it takes a lot to organise it. The yeah. tents have been going up for probably uh, 10 days ago. All the tents went up, the marquees, and all the forex signage has been put up and, and everything now. We, we're very lucky we get prison workers from the work camp at Mitchell that come in and, and really help us the last two days. And, um, yeah, a lot of 
a lot of bits and pieces. The fashion of the field is massive, um, but a lot of work goes into it. And um, yeah, we, we'll get a good crowd and we'll get the rewards of it. We'll put on a good day's racing and good entertainment for the youngsters who want to dance and t- party the night away. They let their hair down and. Yeah, it's good at this time of year. I think it's going to be a bit hot. Um, That's what I was just about to say. Yeah, it's been real cold <laughs> everywhere today, but yeah, they talk, they're all talking about a bit of heat tomorrow, which is not uncommon for the Roma Cup. Nah. But the times I've been there, she can yep. get very, very hot very quick. Um, yep. At yep. least it's not raining. I mean, the, the track would be unbelievable <laughs> um, because of the weather, but that would have been taking some management as well. Yeah, well, it has actually. Like We've had a lot of rain up to probably 10 days ago, and um, – it's amazing the heat has come and dried it out, but this morning uh, we actually galloped a few on and it's beautiful and nice and quick and the, they've got it watered perfect and there'll be more water going today because the heat does dry it out. But we've got an earlier start because of the TAB fixture and, um, yeah, by 3.40 I think we'll get through them quite nicely. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be great racing. Can I ask you this? Being a TAB meet, how how important is that? Like and, and that and and it just for racing in 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 Roma and for the community, it, it injects so much money into the economy. Yeah, and it, and it also puts us up there on the on the worldwide stage. You know, Sky Channel coverage. We were under the opinion we were going on Sky Two, but the first six races tomorrow will be on Sky One, their major channel. So that's a major coup, and I think our last race. Hence why they put a maiden race last. It'll be on Sky Two, but um, yeah, look, we get worldwide coverage tomorrow and we present the track and grounds in pristine order so yeah it's great for, for everyone involved everyone in the town the motels the clubs the all shops, booked out. everything everything's yeah, booked all out all booked out yeah. and um there's a big camping facility there i think with a few vacancies caravan parks and everything so um yeah you can you'll feel the you can feel the buzz around you know that that gets to Rome early tomorrow and um it'll be there tonight i can guarantee it um the calcutta will start off and like I said, there's a bull ride on and all the other venues are always got something happening. So it's sure. great for the town and the community. Hey, can I ask you this? And I, and, I, and I say this with all sincerity. I mean, having Barry Baldwin there and Rupert McCall, that, that'll be very – Rupert's just an unbelievable, iconic human being. And, and the fact is that they'll make it very, very special and very entertaining. Yeah, definitely. Well, Barry, he was a regional trainer here at Bassett Park. Uh, he was here for 20 years. I think I'm the only one to outlive him. I've been here 33 years. So, yeah. But what Barry's achieved, um, Macau and Group 1 success, and he's still tra- training brilliantly in Brisbane. And he's a great, he's a funny bloke to talk to, but, you know, those who know him, you'll get a laugh out of him. And, and Rupert, he'll produce something special, as he always does. Oh, there'd be no doubt Rupert McCall will have something in, in his bag of tricks to obviously um, – um, <laughs> what time gates open tomorrow, mate? Uh, well, I think they're opening at um, 10, 10.30 because of the early start of the races, at, which start at 11.39. 11.39, I think, the first race tomorrow, so they do start a little bit earlier. Yeah. And, and um, yeah, the crowd, major the crowd sometimes don't come early, but, yeah, by, by cup time, she'll be standing room only. <laughs> Can I ask you this just quickly, uh, and, and I understand you're busy and you've got things to do, but your sponsors have always been an integral part of this, and it's yeah. no different this time around. They've really come in, in droves to support it. Yeah, definitely, and the, and the highlight of that, is, I think this is the 30th, year of forex sponsoring us yeah. um, which is bloody just fantastic from a queensland you know yeah. company to support us and um we've picked up a new company mitchell's water drilling locally based but you know like they have tony mcavoy back there stable and that they've got some representatives coming here this year and mcginnis wilson and hall and chadwick you know they've been with us for years and and the local Mariner regional council etc so yeah without sponsorship we don't have the good prize money for this day 
Yeah, it's a, it's a significant day and one that we all think um, so much of. Um, the Roma Cup, Royal on 99, Roma Cup tomorrow. Uh, it's on Sky Racing for those who aren't able to get there. The town, well, and the population, there'll be 7,000 uh, people there tomorrow at the Cup and that will be a uh, absolutely awesome experience. It's a sellout. Um, you've got the forums on there. You've got people there, and the town is buzzing. But for what it does for the economy, as Craig Smith, co-president, just said, you know, the hotels, the pubs, the roadhouses, the fuel stations, the news agency, everybody wins in days like this, and it's a great day regionally. It will be hot there tomorrow. Uh, gates open early. The first race is around 11.30 tomorrow morning, and they're done by 4 o'clock because of the program, and it's on Sky One. Uh, good on you, Craig, I hope, mate. And I tell you what, Dave Bruin from Forex uh, and Patrick Delaney, they'll be out there, mate. They they can't wait. I mean, they, they just live for it, these blokes. Um, I mean, I think it's half the battle. I know the Broncos development boys, they're all there because they tied in their whole development thing with the Roma Cup. Like So it's obviously... It's a very, very significant couple of days and one that's going to be enjoyable. Enjoy it. Enjoy the Calcutta tonight. Thanks for giving me some time this morning. Cheers, Ben. Thanks very much. Good on you, Craig Smith. We'll take a break. Come back. Roma Cup on tomorrow. The Royal on 99 Roma Cup on tomorrow and it's on Sky Racing as well. This is Rural Queensland today. How good's that on the Resonate Broadcast Network? Well, that's it from us here this morning at Rural Queensland today. Have a great day. We're back on Monday morning as we march towards Christmas. Remember, when the wheat is ripe, keep the headers rolling in the paddock. And from all the team here at Rural Queensland today, stay safe on the roads. Have a great day. National Farmers Day, a very significant day, an important day in the livestock industry and the farming industry and the agricultural sector. Enjoy it. Thank you for everything you do. And we'll be back on Monday. Till next time, it's bye for now.